To the driver town hall conference call this is mitch england speaking i'm just going to kick off the call here it is 11 o'clock now and we'll get started so thank you everybody for joining just as a reminder we have most of our executives are on the line today and all of our departments and divisions are represented so we're excited to be able to hear from you and answer any questions and and talk about any issues that you'd like to talk about We'll do that at the end of the, or the second half of the call. We'll spend a few minutes at the beginning and review some company information. But also as a reminder, we do these each and every month, these driver town hall conference calls. If you haven't been a part of these in the past, we're excited to have you. But also if you want to listen to some past recordings of these calls, we put them on the CRE Toolbox app under the podcast section. And if you just go to whatever month you want to listen to, you can go back and listen to some of those calls. There's some good information on each and each of these calls, good questions that get asked and answered, and some good information and feedback. So uh, go check those podcasts out. We'll, we'll also record this one and post it um, either later on today or first thing in the morning. So we usually have those up pretty quickly. So um, again, that's just a few of the kind of house cleaning items. We're, we're looking forward to chatting with you and we We'd love to hear from you and also, um, you know, talk about ways we're, we're looking to improve the company each and every month. So our host today will be TJ England, our Chief Legal Officer. So I'll turn the time now over to TJ. Go ahead, TJ. You might have to put yourself off of mute. I think it's star six, TJ, on your phone. <coughs> One second here. I'll find you, TJ. One second. I'm getting you unmuted here. <clears throat> Let's see. All right, TJ, just give me one more second here. Just got to find you in this list. Sorry about the delay, everybody. All right, TJ, you should be good to go. Now. All right, can, can you hear me now? Yep, we can hear you. Sorry about that. All right, All right. Um, it's real hard for a lawyer to be muted. I just want you to know yeah. if, uh, <laughs> we struggle with that. That's uh, how we usually get our billable hours is just talk a lot. Um, 
so yeah, I actually had asked Mitch to mute everybody on the line so it would make it easier to hear that awesome uh, playlist that he put together. Some nice uh, trucking and CR England theme music. Uh, it doesn't come through quite as clean as we'd like on a conference call like this, but thanks, Mitch, for putting together a little playlist to listen to. Uh, and I'm really excited uh, to do the July Town Hall. Um, as Mitch said, my name's TJ England. Um, and uh, I'm the, the chief legal officer of the company, but I'm excited to, to, to join and talk about some of the great things that are happening at the company um, and so much to be excited about and also hear from, from you all. Uh, and what's great is the July Town Hall is just about a week after we celebrated America's birthday. I'm feeling really good about July 4th this year. Uh, always a lot of uh, fun and exciting uh, things going on in our country, but there's a lot to be grateful for. I'm thinking about um, lately a little bit about my grandpa. Um, I've been watching Band of Brothers. I don't know if any of you guys have watched that on HBO. It's really good about World War II. And uh, our grandpa, mentioned my grandpa, he's about to turn 104. Um, and as you guys know, has driven a lot of miles, a lot of safe miles for the company, um, and has just created an amazing heritage. Uh, and he served in Iwo Jima in World War II um, and uh, had some crazy, uh, very challenging experiences um, as a soldier um, and some great accolades and awards, but was, uh, there's no man that's prouder uh, of our country and of the people here and of the beautiful place uh, that we all live in. And so I'm excited to join you all just a week after the 4th of July um, and uh, just be excited about how much we have to be grateful for. Uh, and maybe we can take a moment and forget all the, the turmoil that's happening in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere and just be grateful for the, the wonderful uh, things that we have, the blessings that we have um, to live in this country and to be able to work together as a family and a family business um, and team members to do what we do. Uh, so very excited to join. Um, and as Mitch noted, we've got a lot of our leaders, uh, really top-level leadership throughout the company and across the country joining today, um, representing all the groups throughout the company. This is Pretty unique. I, I'm not aware of many companies that do this. That you know, on a monthly basis, you have access to all the top leadership um, and can ask questions and provide comments and and really give great feedback. This is one of the ways that we want to hear and like to hear feedback from you. Uh, we also uh, have um, other opportunities to collect feedback uh, in our monthly safety videos that you all watch. Uh, afterward, there, uh, we, we ask a quick survey and we have open-ended comments and we read those and, and review those and that's another great way to get feedback. And then also uh, we do fleet-level town halls and we do uh, conference calls throughout the week um, and all different ways that you can reach out to us um, and provide feedback. And we're, we're happy to do that and, and love to do that because it, it really helps us make this uh, a job in a place that's uh, hopefully the best in the business and the best place to work, um, uh, both as a driver and a non-driver, and, and helps us really uh, provide some of the best service that you can get. 
Um, so today um, I want to provide some updates. I want to uh, we're going to hear from some other leaders really quickly, and then we're going to turn it over to you all to uh, provide some feedback to us, comments, questions, help us know what we're doing right, what we can do better. Um, and so that is going to be the plan. If you are driving, please make sure that you're hands-free uh, as you do that. And, um, and especially if you're going to make comments, we want to make sure that you are able to uh, be fully attentive and, and driving appropriately. Um, okay, so here we go. Let's jump into it. Um, First, I want to remind you all of our core values. Uh, I think part of what's really contributed to our success as a company, particularly in the last several years, uh, has been our relentless focus on core values. Um, and so I want to just remind you all what they are uh, and talk just very briefly about them and then give you some updates on how we're doing. So the first core value is uh, to be safe and on time every time. Uh, and, and you guys know all about that. You hear about that every single week, and I'll give you an update here in a minute. But the idea is you know, that we don't, we don't build things, uh, we don't produce things, we provide a service. And if we're not doing it uh, safely and on time, um, we're not doing it right. And so that's the, our commitment to our customers. The second is that we are family. Um, and this is what really binds us together, is that we take care of each other, we help each other, and sometimes we have to have hard conversations with each other, but that's family, right? The third is that we honor the crest. Um, we honor our heritage, uh, and we, we hope that we can create the next 100 years of heritage with integrity and honesty and hard work. And then finally, we're community-driven. We care about the communities uh, that we live in, that we work in. We want to give back. And as you guys know, through our one initiative, we donate a meal uh, for every load we deliver, and then we do all sorts of other uh, food drives and um, fundraisers. And we're coming up on 10 million meals uh, donated to children in need throughout the United States uh, since 2018. So something that you can all be very proud of as you all are completing uh, trips uh, daily and weekly here, um, you can uh, be proud that your work is contributing to feeding a, a kid who's in, uh, in some food insecurity uh, and helping a child in need. So something that we're very, very proud of. Uh, I want to provide an update on safe and on-time uh, deliveries. As you guys know, as we all know, that is kind of our primary focus uh, with our driver force is safe and on-time deliveries. And our goal this year is to be uh, safe and on-time for 98.7% of our loads. And we, just this last week, were safe and on-time for 99.2%. So yet another week above our goal of 98.7. In fact, every week this year we've been above our goal uh, on safe and on-time deliveries. So congratulations to all of you. Tremendous work. This doesn't happen by accident. In fact, when we started doing this, um, we weren't at these levels. You know, we were in the 95, 96% range. And as we poured effort into this and focused on being safe and on time, uh, focused on doing things the right way and doing things deliberately, our, uh, our performance has improved dramatically, and, and that's thanks to you. So we really appreciate the effort that you've put in 
Uh, we had a couple of weeks there where we were at 99.4% saves them on time, which was our highest ever. Um, and we're hoping to, to get back there. So let's uh, redouble our efforts to focus on safe and on-time deliveries and plan ahead and, and really get after it so that we can uh, continue to be safe on time. And in fact, as we do this, as we've elevated our performance levels and as our customers have observed that service and, and felt the benefit of it as we've been helping them serve their customers, uh, we get tremendous feedback from them. They love uh, when they can hire a company like us, drivers like ours, that do what we say we're going to do and when we say we're going to do it. Um, that just is peace of mind for them. It takes one more thing off of their plate to know that if they hire CR England, that freight's going to get there on time uh, and it's going to get there safely. And in fact, I wanted to actually um, uh, have Lori Aikens come uh, join or jump on the line here for a second and give a little bit of uh, – well, tell us a little bit about some of the feedback we've received from our customers. Lori is our uh, Vice President of Sales, and um, she gets to communicate and work directly with our customers. And so, Lori, how, does it, how do our customers respond when we're hitting these service levels? Hey, TJ, one, one great example that I would like to share is we just had a meeting with Walmart June 29th, both with our OTR division and our dedicated division. And some of the comments that Walmart shared with us, um, both about our OTR division putting down the best service numbers that they've ever seen from us, which is really exciting. But then on the dedicated side, they shared some data with us that we were the top carrier the last four weeks when we were in there meeting with them. That is including their own private fleet. And so when you think about um, our dedicated facilities, where they are at, like in Southern California, Shafter, California, and Casa Grande, Arizona, that is a really difficult number to hit um, those service numbers that we have from Walmart. And to be their top carrier the last four weeks is just amazing. And then for last year, three of our buildings were in the top 10 nationwide for the entire year. And one other comment that I wanted to share that Walmart made was that we are as quick as any carrier, including their private fleet, to adjust to new requests. If you guys know Walmart, they're always trying new things on how to service their customers quicker, faster. And to hear that feedback that we are as quick and as resilient as their own private fleet to adjust to new demands, um, that was just music to our ears. So we can't thank you guys enough for what you're doing and Putting, in, putting us in such a great position as we are in our relationship with Walmart. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate that. Um, you know, that's something we can all be proud of. Um, and, it, and like I said before, that kind of thing does not happen just by accident. That is, the, you know, due to hard work, uh, dedication, and great planning, uh, great ability to adjust. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. And Frankly, it makes it very, very difficult for customers to choose anyone else if they've got a provider like that. And you know, where, where CR England last year had, you know, three of our buildings were in the, their top ten in terms of service. Um, there are a lot of trucking companies out there, um, and, but to know that we have three of the top ten uh, for Walmart 
uh, really speaks volumes about the tremendous work that you all are doing, um, that the whole team is doing. So thank you uh, for that. It makes a big difference. In fact, um, just a couple highlights. It, it, many of you may have heard, I was actually looking back at some previous town hall notes, uh, and a few months ago we talked about adding some new customers, um, Harbor Freight and Niagara Waters. Uh, we're actually growing additional uh, trucks and drivers with those customers because they have been so pleased with the service that we're providing. Um, and we've also had added, and those are both dedicated accounts, uh, dedicated is also adding uh, 40 trucks with PetSmart um, and has pricing in front of customers uh, like Derigold, Chiquita, and Fresh Express who are all interested in, in what we have to offer. And so, you know, that is just a testament to the fact that we're doing what, what they're hiring us to do and we're doing it in, in, uh, in an excellent way because, they, uh, because we've been on time every time they've asked us to be there, and that's, that's what they're hiring us for. So thank you so much uh, for all the work. Um, Lori, I'm actually going to flip it back to you because uh, we want to hear an update on a customer. Lori, every, every month provides an update on customers, and I always learn uh, some really interesting things about some of our customers. So go ahead, Lori. Thanks, TJ. Yeah, this month we wanted to highlight ConAgra on behalf of our OTR division. ConAgra is based in Omaha, Nebraska, and has had a long history since its founding as Nebraska Consolidated Mills in 1919. In the 104 years since, it has grown to an international company with 18,000-plus employees and over $12 billion in revenue. With household brands from Slim Jim Snacks to Orville Redenbacher Popcorn, Marie Callender's Pies, Ready Whip, Healthy Choice, and Duncan Hines, ConAgra is a major player in grocery stores. ConAgra's supply chain is comprised of 42 plants and 25 distribution centers with 15,000 employees that produce more than 5,000 products and account for 80% of the company's volume. External partners make up the rest of that volume. In August of last year, they announced a new Fuel for Growth initiative that aims to modernize their supply chain. This includes fully automated 24-7 distribution centers such as the one in, such as New Cold in Lebanon, Indiana, where our drop trailer capabilities have helped them realize the benefits provided by automation. Sear England has been doing business with ConAgra for the better part of two decades, and this past year has been another milestone in that relationship. ConAgra is currently the largest volume customer for the OTR division. And as of the week of July 10th, we set a new all-time high in volume with over 180 loads in one week. Additionally, ConAgra is a top five Mexico customer of ours and a consistent shipper with our intermodal division. As of this month, volume is up 192% and we have been recognized as a key supplier for ConAgra. We could not have experienced this growth without our driver's dedication to safety and service. Back to you, TJ. Thanks, Lori. Appreciate that. I always learn new stuff uh, when you break these down. And I, I never knew exactly why I love Slim Jims and Ready Whip so much, but now I know for sure. Uh, and so now next time you grab some of that at the grocery store or some of those other great products, I, it always makes me proud when I walk through it driving my wife nuts, where every time we go 
through a grocery store or a gas station, I'm like, that's a customer, that's a customer. Uh, and, you know, I'm proud. I hope you guys are proud. That's awesome stuff. Uh, so speaking of, I was at Costco with my wife the other night, uh, which is always a, uh, a fun experience, and that's a customer. So <laughs> she's sick of hearing it. Um, all right, folks, thank you, Lori. Appreciate that update. Uh, we're about to get to questions, um, and so, but I want to, to ask Darren Wingard, uh, our Vice President of Associate Relations, to jump on uh, for a minute and talk a little bit about the road team and some road team resources before we move on to the next part. Go ahead, Darren. Yes, thanks, TJ. Can you guys hear me? Yep. We got you. All right. Good deal. Thanks for the opportunity. Just a couple of things real quick on Road Team. Hopefully all of you have seen the new Road Team section in the main menu of your CRE Toolbox app. If you haven't taken a look at that, uh, please do that. Jump in there. There's a lot of great resources. You can call us. You can email us. There's all kinds of different ways to get in touch. The Road Team is yet another way that drivers can provide feedback, get help, ask questions, get information. It's just a, another part of our kind of a driver feedback machine along with everything else that we do. So be sure to check that out if you haven't done that already. And then number two, um, if, you, if you scroll down to the bottom of that section, you'll see the Zoom links for our live events, which is Road Team Live, which happens on Wednesdays, and then every other Tuesday at 10 p.m. Mountain Time, so it's midnight Eastern, 10 p.m. Mountain Time, we have this show that is hosted by two of our road team drivers, uh, Mark and Shauna. It's called Night Moves, and it's a little crazy. It's super fun. Um, I, I encourage you to dial into that. Um, and at least listen in uh, to what's happening there. These guys are really creative. They're having a lot of fun with this. So again, that's Night Moves. We do it every other Tuesday. The next one is coming up next week, Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Mountain Time. And again, if you scroll down to the bottom of the Road Team section, you'll have all the Zoom link, uh, the dial-in number, all that stuff is right there. You can just click on it, and you are in really easy. So that's my update. If you have any questions about that, feel free to email the road team. And again, that link is in the road team section in the toolbox app. Awesome. Thanks, Darren. The, the road team, uh, they are, when they're not out delivering, you know, products and, and working hard, they're working hard to try to make sure that um, all the drivers in our company uh, have resources uh, and and opportunities to learn and ask questions. Um, and I know these folks, and I know how hard they work. Uh, and so that's a resource that hopefully uh, you all can take advantage of. They're they're just fantastic drivers with a lot of great experience under their belt, and they really care uh, to make sh make sure that everybody can get their questions answered. All right, thank you, Darren. Okay, that's it uh, for updates for today. So, Mitch, if you could provide some instructions uh, to folks um, about how to ask questions, um, and then if you could 
start uh, calling out some yeah. some drivers or numbers, and we can get some okay. questions or comments going. Okay, I'm gonna put it. So, if you would like to, uh, you know, provide a comment, a question, suggestions, anything, uh, you can do that now. Just push star six to be entered into the queue. Uh, looks like we're getting some people coming in now. So, just give it another couple seconds. All right, we've got a, a bunch in the queue now. So we'll start off with the first question here. Looks like Michael Kinzer. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Michael. First, I want to offer my kudos to those guys in the Walmart fleet that drive around the L.A. area. You know, I mean, they're just, that's amazing. And the, the million amounts of miles they ran, you know, those guys... Head and shoulders, you know. Good job. Okay, my first question is: I had a problem with the PM scheduler app uh, for the uh, Salt Lake City yard um, last week, maybe ten days ago or so. Um, I was trying to get my uh, schedule uh, for my, you know, truck. Get a PM scheduled. Couldn't get that done. Uh, Colton came up fine, but nothing would come up for Salt Lake City. Um, and uh, one other question I have, and this may seem like a stupid question, but, you know, i got to go with my strengths here. Um, is there anything companies and drivers can do, such as a class action lawsuit against states? Because our roads are just falling apart. I mean, between the Arizona line and Williams in Arizona, you literally have to dodge potholes on Interstate 40. I mean, our roads are just falling apart. That's it. All right. Thank you, Michael. Um, let's have Dan Flanagan, uh, our VP of Maintenance, answer the first question on the PM scheduler, and then I get the rare opportunity to respond uh, to a legal question. So we'll, I'll, I'll go after Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Good, Dan. Hey, uh, let me – I've got your information here. Um, so what I'll do is I'll look up to see what's going on with your PM schedule. We haven't, we haven't had any problems with it, with other units, but uh, sometimes it's a glitch in the system. Sometimes it's the way it's loaded. But I will look into that, and I will personally get back to you. How does that sound? That's great. Uh, thankfully, when I got to the yard, because I was passing through on my way to Washington, thankfully, when I went through the yard, um, there was no other trucks in line, and I got right in for my service. So, you know, it turned out okay for this time, but, you know, I, it's such a great tool to be able to, to schedule your uh, service ahead of time. Yep. I, I Thanks, agree. Dan. And we want to we make sure that we, we uh, keep that going because uh, it, it helps us, too, in the shop, knowing that you're coming in and we can uh, put people aside to uh, to take care of you right when you come in. So I'll check on that, and I'll get back with you, Michael. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Dan. Um, you know, and if anybody else uh, jumps in on the call, if you've had problems with the PM scheduler, let us know as well so we can hear and find out if there's more of a widespread issue. But Dan's going to look at that and see if they can spot issues specifically for you, Michael, or anything else, that, any other hiccups that they're seeing in the system. Uh, all right. Thank you, Dan. Um, Michael, with regard to the roads, um, <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, states typically have sovereign immunity, so suing them is typically not an option, but you can uh, call your representative um, and provide feedback to them and also uh, 
you know, this is a this is an opportunity for you to also find out what certain politicians are talking about and what kinds of positions they're taking, um, you know, both in local and municipal and state level, you know, positions on what they want to do. Um, and you can support those types of folks and their agendas to try to help improve in those areas. And of course, on our end, we push really, really hard. We work with uh, groups like the American Trucking Association and with individual states and highlight the need for repairs, uh, road repairs. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting. You know, there was a recent uh, new transportation appropriations bill passed federally, which should provide funding for states to get contractors out and start repairing a lot of that stuff. So hopefully that, that will would start be nice. uh, filtering, filtering through. Yeah, they're, they're, they have increased funding for that, so hopefully they wind up doing it um, instead of uh, sending it uh, to other causes. Uh, okay, thank right. you, Michael. We, we appreciate uh, what you're doing. Thanks for, for driving safe and, and for jumping on the call. All right, thanks, All right, Michael. Mitch, go ahead. Next, uh, next caller, Eric Prusco. Eric, go ahead. Can you hear us, Eric? Eric, you may have maybe we can't hear you yet. If you're uh, looks like you're off mute, maybe your headset's muted. No, I was. I put myself oh. on mute. That's what happened with that. Sorry okay. about that, guys. Hope everybody's no having a great day. Okay, mine's probably more towards Mitch. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, lead awards. I got some questions on that. Okay. Um, how was that specifically set up? Does that run January to December, or is that set off of uh, uh, your hire date? Uh, another one yeah. I have would be you had talked earlier in the year about uh, possibly bringing back some awards towards tenure. I haven't heard anything else on that. Wonder where that's at. And then the last question would be in regards to lead awards. We have the bronze, the silver, the gold, the platinum. Have you ever considered to continue with that on? I'm competitive, and I hate to see things end that once you hit platinum with your points left over, maybe throwing that into a hat for an award at the end of the year. All right, good questions. Uh, let me just start with uh, the first one as it relates to, we call them the safe and on-time awards now. We used to call them elite awards. Um, it's just really the same same program, just branded different, you know, as we've put more focus on being safe and on time, and we've kind of updated the requirements for those awards. So, so that's all. You can access all of this for those that haven't uh, seen this on the app. You can go into the app, and and I'm sure many of you have seen it, but you can go into there, click on the banner, and it'll, Do you it'll fucking take stay you in your own there. fucking lane? Whoa. Ooh, put it on mute there. Careful there. Anyway, um, getting back to it. So the uh, the time frame. So each calendar year is when we um, start tracking the different status levels, and that's what you're earning points for. So each January, you you your points start over, at least for your status level points. Um, so the points you can get each month start over. Now we do put those points you earned the previous year into your career points, and so those always just continue to go up. As you're coming, um, as it's as, as you go out throughout your career. So anyway, that's what uh, that's what's happening there. Is each calendar year we start over at zero, and your status starts over, meaning you're earning status for the next year. So for example, uh, if if in 2022 I earned platinum level, 
I'm still platinum level all of 2023, uh, and I'm earning points towards my next status level in 2023 for 2024. So that's how that works. And like I said, career points continue to go up throughout your time here at Sierra England. So um, that's the time frame. Um, hopefully that answers that question, Eric. In terms of the tenure awards, yes, we're, we're working on um, and we're developing or at least coming up with all the different awards and, and the design of all that right now. So we will be releasing that very shortly. Some of the things we're just waiting on is just some IT programming uh, to get that done to make it easier for us to administer all of this. But those are coming uh, likely by the end of this year or early next year. We'll, we'll have more information on that. So that's just, you know, each at each anniversary that you hit with Sierra England, you'll be able to redeem some awards that we'll give you um, that'll come from us. So it's not like, it's different in terms of, uh, uh, you're not earning necessarily anything. It's just based on your time here, and and that's the goal there. So just to get some recognition and some uh, some pride associated with how long you've been here. Um, so yeah, it's it's really just in terms of the timing of that. We're getting very very close. We've just got we've got most of the outline designed and planned and decided upon. It's just a matter of making sure that once we open it up, we can. Uh, execute and administer all this efficiently, right? Getting the awards out to all the drivers is important. We want to make sure we do that right. So those are some of the things we're just still working on on our end. Um, so those are coming very soon. And then I think your idea, I do like your idea about you're competitive, you want to keep, you know, earning and achieving, and maybe we can give some uh, additional awards for those top performers, you know, at the end of each calendar year. So those are those are some things you know, um, you want a more status. We could always go up in status levels, right? Maybe a diamond uh, is above platinum or something. But yeah, we'll, I'll take that into consideration. Those are good ideas. We'll think about those as we move forward to try and improve the program. So thanks for that feedback there. Hopefully that answered the question. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate that. Um, all right. Mitch, who do we have okay. next? All right, let's go to, looks like we've got, I don't have a name on this number, but it's area code 856, and the last four digits, 4763. Can hey, you hear us? Uh, Curtis. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, what was your name? This is Curtis. Curtis Jackson? Yes, it is. All right. Hey, Curtis, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, uh, I'd like to touch on what uh, JT uh, is it TJ or, or TJ or JT TJ TJ yeah okay um, I was a Marine and I was actually over in Okinawa Japan in 1995 and they actually had a ceremony for um, Iwo Jima out in Sarabachi and all that stuff and the the, the look on the uh, the Marines and the Japanese uh, soldiers that were over there it was amazing. It was like, you know, I, I asked a few questions wow. and stuff like that. It was a long time ago. And, and they were actually sitting, like, they weren't, like, one side and, and another side. They were all together. And, you know, I, I, I look back on my, on my life sometimes, and I, and I think about, you know, I have heart problems and stuff like that, and those guys have fought in... in out Sarabachi and all stuff, they they really uh, they really hit hit hard. Stuff like that to watch those guys and, and 
like not reminisce, but you know, talk about things that happened there and everything. I, I just want to um, say thank you to you and uh, your family and your grandfather. Well, thank you very much, Curtis. We really appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, I mean, I've heard a little bit about that and uh, that that event, but also just it it just hits, you know, when you think about what some of the challenges that, that some of our parents, you know, grandparents had to deal with compared to what we're dealing with, you know, different challenges, but in a lot of cases much, much scarier and, and more demanding, and uh, hopefully that helps us just have a little perspective and approach life with a little bit more, uh, you know, excitement and gratitude. So really appreciate you sharing that. Um, thank you very much. Welcome. And my, my other question is, when will you guys do the ceremony for the uh, million miles? Does anybody know? That's a really good question. Uh, Darren, do, do we have one yeah. on the books? Uh, r- remind me where we're Not, at. Yeah. Not quite yet. My guess is it will be in October. And Curtis, you'll, you'll be on the list. I'll be reaching out to you. Okay. I'll, I'll send over my little thing uh, in a few weeks. You guys yeah, do it. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, yeah, the, uh, thank you for being a million miler, Curtis, um, and for doing it safely. And, and you know, that, as we've been talking about, that is just so, uh, so important, you know, uh, to, to get this done right is to do it safely. So, so thank you for that. All right, Mitch, who do we have next? All right, next caller is Scott Braden. Scott, can you hear us? Yes, I can, Mitch. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. How's it going, Scott? Very good. Getting much better, actually. Um, One, I want to thank uh, Mitch, Darren, and Justin for coming out last month to our town hall type thing at the uh, SoCal Intermodal. We really appreciate you guys coming out like that again. And uh, the other thing is two parts of a same type of question is with next year, with being in California and the electric trucks coming, you know, with the new regulations and stuff, what kind of uh, impact do we see is going to not just our company, but the trucking industry in our, in uh, California? And also, is there going to be any kind of impact for, like over-the-road drivers coming into and out of California. I just wasn't really sure like that. Uh, thank you, Scott. Great question. Um, and good to hear from you again. Scott's uh, a regular and a mainstay here for CR England. Um, and I got to say, it's 1138 Mountain Time, and this is the first question for Ron. This may be a record that we've gotten this late in the call without Ron jumping on. Uh, but Ron is going to jump on and talk a little bit about electrification in SoCal or in California in general and, and what that looks like. Yeah, thanks, uh, TJ, and thanks, Scott, for the question. Um, California did pass a regulation that requires fleets of our size to start transitioning to electric trucks. Um, it starts with uh, Dray day cabs and then, uh, and then moves on to day ca- standard day cabs and sleepers. We're currently looking at 
uh, options. It's less of a problem acquiring a truck that'll fit our uh, duty cycle. It's more, it's more of a challenge to actually find where to charge it and how to charge it. And there are a couple of things that we're looking at. We, uh, we do own a, a portion, a piece of property right behind the Colton yard. We're, uh, we're getting estimates from Southern California Edison on what it would take to electrify that facility so that we can charge electric trucks there. And we're also um, looking at potentially partnering with uh, third-party charge companies that are building infrastructure just within a couple of miles of the Colton Yard uh, so that we would be able to charge the trucks there. Currently, the, um, the best option that we've looked at from a, a truck purchase perspective is the eCascadia which has about a 200 and between a 230 and a 280 mile range uh, on day cabs and, uh, and can recharge in about three to four hours. Um, so we are looking at this seriously. We understand the regulation very well. Uh, we'll have to address day cabs uh, sometime between uh, 2025 and 2027 at 10% of our fleet. Uh, and then we'll have to address sleepers uh, in 2030, again, with that 10% uh, of our fleet. At this point, we do not anticipate uh, swapping at the border to keep, uh, to keep our trucks out of California. We plan on, at this point, um, purchasing the number of electric trucks that we would be required, required to purchase to uh, comply with the regulation. Uh, however, in, uh, I should say everything that I just said is under review. We've, no, we've made no formal decisions. Uh, we probably won't make any formal decisions on any of this until the end of the year. Uh, but we are looking at all the options. We understand the regulation well. We're talking to the OEMs, the truck manufacturers, about what their uh, trucks can do. And we're also looking at uh, the uh, charge infrastructure and what the best option is there. And in my dealings with other trucking companies, there's really only two other trucking companies that have gone beyond the point we're at in California, uh, Schneider and J.B. Hunt. Those are the only two companies that have actually purchased uh, trucks and built the infrastructure. And their, uh, their decision to adopt early has created a ton of extra costs for them because the uh, the playing field is changing as they're trying to implement. So we're going to take a very thoughtful approach, make sure we, un we understand what's available on the charge infrastructure, what's available on the trucks, and then we'll start executing between uh, 2025 and 2027, as I said, on that day cap purchase. Yeah, there's a lot of – thanks, Ron. Appreciate that. Uh, don't get too – comfy you're probably going to be back on soon um but yeah th there's a lot of moving parts with this including uh several interest groups um like the california trucking association and the california chamber of commerce and a variety of other groups that are still pushing back on a lot of the requirements uh identifying significant challenges with uh, abilities to comply and lack of resources and infrastructure uh, for these mandates. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're trying to 
be ready to go when we need to go, but, uh, you know, to Ron's point, not be on the so-called bleeding edge of adoption on this where we jump in too early and uh, the, the ground changes beneath us and we've spent a bunch of money, you know, in the wrong ways. So thank you, Ron and his team, for the, the diligence and focus um, and all of the time that they've spent on getting up to speed uh, with these regulations. California continues to lead the pack in uh, really, uh, I'm going to try to put this the, the kindest way possible, uh, <laughs> on uh, being uh, very progressive on their, on their regulations and in a lot of cases uh, going over their skis. And so we'll see what happens, uh, and we're watching it very closely. Thank okay, you, then Scott. That, yeah, that looks like we'll have to do uh, a lot of training on pre-trips and trip planning and things like that, too. Oh, yeah, thank you very yeah, much. I appreciate it, guys. Trucks, it's gonna, you know, you bring up an interesting point, Scott, and that is, you know, what do pre-trips and what do, do maintenance uh, and those types of things look like on electric trucks? And, you know, another thing that we're going to be watching, and uh, Ron and Dan and many others, you know, to be aware of, of uh, new challenges, new advantages um, to electrified trucks versus combustion uh, trucks. And, uh, you know, we may see, despite some of the additional costs, we may see improvement in uptime um, or, you know, fewer preventive maintenance issues. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Um, but we're watching it very, very closely. Uh, all right. All right. Thank you, thank you very much, Mitch. guys. Thank you. Drive safe. Uh, Mitch, who do we have next? Thanks, Scott. Good to see you a couple weeks ago, and hopefully your shoulder's improving. Um, okay, next up, the name I've got on this is uh, Lisa Gum. So why don't you just let us know who you are, and uh, go ahead with your comment or question. What was your name? Ah, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, my name is Daryl Banning. I'm on the uh, Family Dollar out of St. George account. Say your name again, please. Uh, Daryl Banning. Daryl, okay. Go ahead. Um, and, and I don't have a question. I, I just like to take a second to brag um, on my leadership since we have the, the top brass on here. So uh, first, TJ, I think you nailed it on the head. Um, no companies do what you guys do on these town hall, uh, town hall meetings and talk to us, the boots on the ground. And so I just want you to know, definitely on this fleet, it is so appreciated and we love it so much. But <clears throat> I wanted to brag about my immediate leadership to you guys. So a year and a half ago, my uh, son had a stroke and the company just jumped in and took care of me and my family tremendously. But uh, after he got released, uh, two months ago, he had another one and uh, we almost lost him. And I just really want you guys to understand, Ember Harrison and uh, Cammie Thomas, um, Wes Conley, um, I mean, Miss Brandy, uh, Mr. Jeff, um, I'm trying to make sure I get everybody so you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, Mr. Ricky Jett literally not only jumped in to make sure I was okay, um, they called my wife to make sure she was okay. Um, I've been in touch with Mr. Zach very closely, so if any of these drivers think that the, the brass or the England, you know, don't really follow through with everything, I can tell you 
Mr. Zach has been in uh, touch with me every every other day, if not every day, even on vacation. But I just wanted to just say thank you. They sent um, a tremendous amount of Grubhub gift cards to me. So when the family was at the hospital, so he was he was um, in Phoenix, and we're out of Tucson, so we had to spend a lot of time up there. But just just a gesture to make sure that we could get food while we were in the hospital was just. It's such a huge appreciation, and I just want to say thank you to uh, the family, um, to my upper brass, but also to let you know, because I know my bosses won't brag about what they've done for my family and myself and other drivers, I just wanted you guys to know that not only do they honor the crest, they really, truly treat us like family, and I just wanted to let you guys know how the leadership is, especially on this account, and I'm sure it's across the board, the more people I meet. Um, Sorry if I got a little wordy, but I just really wanted to brag uh, on my company, um, my leadership, and my account a little bit. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Daryl. Uh, we really appreciate you jumping on, um, and hopefully your son's doing better. Um, and I know Zach, uh, when he's talking about Mr. Zach, he's talking about my brother Zach, I think, right? And uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, and, I will share this with him. He's uh, with a customer now, but um, I will share this information with him um, so he can hear it as well. But thank you for sharing that um, and providing uh, that information about those that, that have really reached out and tried to help um, in your leadership team. Um, and this is, you're right, this is a great place to do it because because uh, the top brass are here and, and we're listening, and, and so thank you for sharing that. And we really, really hope the best for you and your family. Um, and thank you for just being a part of ours. Uh, so, so thank you, very much appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, great tribute there. Thanks for sharing that. Um, okay, next caller is um, doesn't have a name associated with it, but I'm going to ask you to unmute. 858 is the area code. Can you hear us? Tell us your name. Is that 858? Is that me? Yeah, I think that's you. What was your name? Okay. <laughs> it's Mike. I'm in Fleet E5 with Chris uh, is my manager. Uh, hard to follow. Uh, there, uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's your last name? I'm sorry? I think that's your last name. Oh, it's Geisman. Mike Geisman. Yeah. Sounds like it's a German spelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, want, I, I uh, appreciate, uh, I wanted to say, follow uh, Daryl is pretty difficult, but I appreciate uh, you guys having these town hall meetings and these communications, uh, forms of communication with roadside, uh, with their uh, town halls and such. But um, I, on a separate note, I wanted to ask, um, is there, uh, I think it was, for your VP of sales, and you guys were talking about uh, getting customers and, and such. It was in a previous meeting, I think. Uh, I don't know if it was a weekly or if it was a, a, a monthly, but is there any possibility that uh, England can help maybe uh, alleviate the stress or UPS? Uh, it, can we help augment them if they, if they actually are? Um, I think they use some private contractors too, but I'm curious, given the situation they're in, uh, is England looked at helping them out? as a new customer, possibly? That is a very interesting question, Mike. Um, we, I know we've done work in the past with FedEx, but I'm not certain if we've ever worked 
with UPS. Uh, Lori, are you best to answer yeah. this, or is there somebody who can talk uh, about the network? And uh, sounds like Dusty Jacobs uh, is on the call and is going to share a little bit. Dusty, go ahead. You bet. Hey, great question and, and uh, good idea. We actually do uh, some work with UPS. We're not doing very much with them right now, uh, but we have a good relationship with them. Um, uh, pre 2020, we did a lot with them, um, and and you know we're looking to try to get some more business with them. Currently, you know, with most of what they run being dry, um, you know, we haven't been able to match up with rates, but uh, we certainly do have them in our uh, stable of customers. Uh, we've got great relationships with them. We have uh, communication with them, and we'll, we'll continue to try to find ways we can do it. Uh, you may be aware they. They, uh, at times, they haul, uh, you know, some food products, uh, you know, customers like HelloFresh and things like that, the UPS handles. So we, we will continue to try to work with them, build a base with them, uh, both with FedEx and UPS. So that's a, a great, uh, great idea, and we really appreciate drivers bringing those kinds of things to us. Uh, every, every little bit helps. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Dusty. He's our Vice President of Customer Service, uh, and so thanks for sharing uh, some of that information, uh, and thank you, Mike. Mitch, who do we have next? Mike. Right. Thanks, Mike. Uh, next is Mark Wagner. Mark, go ahead. Can you hear us, Mark? And give him a second. Yes, I'm here. All right, go ahead. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, sorry about that. Um, so, first of all. In, uh, for the road team, I just wanted to say that uh, the, our 24-hour hotline has had a noticeable uptick in uh, callers, and I really do appreciate that. It's uh, good to be able to provide services. And uh, as far as um, September coming up, it's going to be driver appreciation. So uh, I'm wondering what's in the menu for that. Um, thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Uh, for you know, first comment uh, on the hotline. You know, what a great tool. 24-hour hotline. Uh, you guys can call, um, and a member of the road team will answer, and you can run all. I'm sure you get all kinds of random questions, right, Mark? But uh, you know, folks are available and ready to. Uh, you know, from the road team, talk through you know issues you have with maybe. Sliding the fifth wheel, or uh, you know, dealing with some sort of preventive maintenance issue, or whatever question you may have, these folks have put a lot of miles down. They uh, they know how to to do a lot of these things. So make sure to uh, use that resource, Darren. That number is that on that uh, in that section on the CRE toolbox app? Yeah, it's the first thing at the top of the, the little page there. It's, it's a clickable link. You just click on it, and it'll dial right in. Yeah, So, and thanks again to our road team uh, who are just they're basically on call 24-7 to answer questions if you guys have something urgent. Uh, so, so thank you. Um, as it, as uh, it pertains to the Driver Appreciation Week, we're going to hear from Chad England, our CEO. He's going to share a little bit about that. Hey, great question about driver appreciation. We love getting out and seeing everybody in September. Uh, of course, we appreciate drivers all year. 
Um, of course, we'll have some driver appreciation gifts. We'll have barbecues and fun events in different uh, parts of the country. And uh, we will be doing a combination of in-person visits. I know my brothers and I are going to be uh, going out and visiting different places, but but for those we can't get everywhere in one week, and so we will uh, try and do um, Zoom type uh, virtual uh, calls and meetings uh, everywhere we can't be in person, and that's frankly most of the places. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing you and. Uh, talking to you and it's a great place to uh, to get to know you all better and, and just like in town hall and all kinds of other ways uh, to listen to your feedback and to improve on that. So, But I do want to emphasize um, we try and do this all the time. We try and uh, be in touch and in contact with you guys all the time. We appreciate it. Also, while I have the floor, uh, I just wanted to thank Daryl for the touching tribute to our team, our leadership and uh, all those that have helped him. That was inspiring and meaningful to me and I know so many others. So thank you, Daryl, and thanks for the, the great questions to all of you that have participated today. Thank you, Chad. Um, all right, Mark, thanks for jumping on and, uh, and providing your comment and question. Uh, we have time for maybe one more. Mitch, let's see if we can get one more caller on. Okay, let's go to Helen Baker. Helen, can you hear us? Go ahead. I can. Good morning, gentlemen. I have more of a suggestion than a question. Um, I have an APU on my truck. I love it so far. Um, I finally got the parameters fixed to where if the truck is below tr 20 degrees, it'll stay running but there's no upper parameter. Um, anytime the temperature is over 100 degrees, I've noticed that APU has a very hard time keeping the truck at a comfortable temperature. Um, it was 121 in Winslow the other day, and it just could not keep up. Is there any way to set an upper parameter? It doesn't have to be the 70 degrees. That's the standard on all the other trucks, but maybe set the upper parameter to 100 degrees because it basically turns our truck into a portable oven. It just it becomes extremely uncomfortable when it's over 100 degrees. Well, thanks, uh, Helen, for, uh, for jumping on. Uh, Helen's with our pods fleet. Um, I, Ron, I thought maybe you were going to get out of here with one question. We're going to go back to Ron uh, to provide a little bit of Sorry. Uh, thoughts on the AP. You know, it's great. Look, Helen, Ron usually has like 15 different questions on a call, so he he was, he's getting bored. I know it. So this will be good to get him back on here. Go ahead, Ron. Helen, thanks very much for the feedback. We've actually heard this from a couple of drivers, um, and I actually had a conversation, believe it or not, this week about what those parameter adjustments should be. The, the feedback from Daimler came back that other fleets with a similar configuration to us on the APU are using between 110 and 115 on the upper limit. And so what that does is, is generally the, the APU can keep up with the cab cooling um, to up to that 110 to 115 uh, degree range. And then at that point, um, you know, like summer in Arizona. Uh, at that point, we would actually allow the truck to idle 
to keep um, to keep the the cab cool. A uh, couple of suggestions, though, um, and you're probably already doing this, but closing your curtains uh, will help with the uh, the ability of the APU to to maintain cool on the cab. Uh, it's important to precondition the cab. So, in other words, make sure that uh, that you run the AC as aggressively as you can before you stop and park, and then can and then move over to APU mode. Uh, it's uh, it's better if the cab is preconditioned. The APU will be able to keep the temperature uh, cooler for for a, a longer amount of time. And uh, and yeah, we are looking at that parameter change. And I would be surprised um, if we didn't do that. The next meeting on that is actually tomorrow morning. And I have got confirmation from Daimler that they can do that. Um, parameter change over the air so you will not have to get your truck into the shop to get that done once we have this parameter change uh, confirmed we'll actually um, be able to send that over the air so expect some changes with that capability very soon wonderful I hope so I'm on my way to Texas where if this gets <laughs> done then I won't bake to death so thank you you're welcome <laughs> I hope not, Helen. Stay cool out there. Uh, but thank you for doing what you're doing uh, and working hard and driving safe. Uh, thanks, Ron. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, and for everybody else who joined, um, to uh, both from our leadership team to answer questions and from our driver team uh, to ask questions and provide comments, this has been a great meeting, a lot of great feedback, a lot of good questions. Um, and so we want to just, you know, one more time thank you all for all that you're doing. Uh, it is because of you and because of your hard work and dedication that we are able to provide such phenomenal service uh, to uh, our customers, and uh, we are just really excited uh, about the future. Uh, the future is very, very bright. We've got so many great customers uh, coming on board. Uh, so thank you all for joining, uh, and please drive safe. Thanks, everybody.